welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone. I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 221st time on this Friday, February 26th, 2021. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, When the Stakes Are Highest. Steaks. They're amazing with garlic butter, and as history would tell it, every Bram Stoker novel main character's worst nightmare. All my well-read people out there know what's up. As most of us probably already know, unless we're really, really sheltered in the realm of food, steaks are usually grilled. But earlier this year, there was some ground to be broken. And safe to say it was absolutely shattered when a restaurant in Israel decided to make the next leap in meat innovation. First there were vegan options, and now there's a 3D-printed actual steak. Plant-based products have been all the rage lately, so Aleph Farms figured that they would take it up a notch and try their hand at something called bioprinting. It uses living animal cells instead of plant-based alternatives, or in the case of my junior year robotics class, plastic. And this isn't just a steak thing either. Apparently there's an entire market for this stuff expected by 2022. Just a year from now. That's honestly a bit difficult for me to wrap my head around. When I was reading about it, I thought, are you kidding? People now have a hard time adjusting to the fact that vegans actually exist, let alone having their meat come from something that looks like the sewing machine from the Grinch. Yeah, I don't buy it all that much, but considering Singapore recently became the first country to approve the sale of 3D printed, or as most people call it, cultivated meat, it might not be too far away. My main concern here is, will people flock to this without looking into it? That's the big question, because think about it for a second, and I'm not saying this is what's happened, but what if that way of doing things makes it worse for you? Because it seems to me that the incorporation of 3D printing, a technology that's not that old in itself, with the concept being pioneered just 40 years ago, and the first 3D printed stake being made this year, 2021, I would let it simmer just a bit to make sure things are all clear. The new way of cooking steak is being called a complex emotional product. How? Yeah, I will agree with you, it is a steak, but I would also counter with the fact that it lacks the nuances of being grilled to a perfect medium and served with a Coke on a warm 4th of July evening. As fireworks pop in the background, and you can see boats on the water while you sit on the pier overlooking the beach at your favorite vacation spot. Do you get me? It's not the same. Are we just going to ignore all that? Well, if that is the case, how far are we from doing the same thing with dads who wear kiss-the-cook aprons, call everyone champ, and tussle their hair with reckless abandon? Confusing times, for sure. Our E-Bone Zone verse of the week this week comes from Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. One commentary on this verse says that instead of desiring the possessions of others, we should desire righteousness. We should desire what Jesus has freely given to us, and that is the gift of eternal life. We know that we're made in the image of God, and of course we should strive to be like Christ. We should strive to be in His image. After all, that's what being a Christian means, being Christ-like, turning away from the things of this world and following Jesus, whatever it takes. That should be our ultimate goal in this life, no matter if it gets us made fun of, no matter if it gets us laughed at, or whatever happens. 
No matter if it gets us persecuted, if it gets us thrown in jail or anything like that, we should follow Jesus because eternal life is to gain. We know what's waiting on the other side, and that is a lot better than anything this world can give us. The last part of this verse says that for they shall be filled. We also know that this means that if someone seeks after righteousness, if someone hungers and thirsts for righteousness, they will get it. Jesus will provide that. Jesus has provided the free gift of eternal life, the free gift of cleansing from sin on the cross. All you have to do is accept it. What are you hungry and thirsty for today, friend? The internet can be a pretty fun place. That's why this week I've taken it upon myself to comb through Twitter and see what's going on. This week's hashtag is make a movie quote sweeter. The first response to hashtag make a movie quote sweeter is frankly, my dear, I care very much. I was holding my breath there for a second. Can I get a slow clap for this man? Props to you, brother, for not getting me in trouble. Wow. (laughs) Although I will admit that's not exactly what I was expecting in this first response. I thought when I originally saw the hashtag make a movie quote sweeter, I thought they were going to substitute one word of the quote for a candy flavor or something. The next response is, I'll be back with a warm blanket. You know, maybe I missed that part of the Terminator. Maybe I got up from my seat to go get a bucket of popcorn or something. But still, if you're bringing a warm blanket, you better hurry because it's getting sort of warm outside as it is. And spring's coming before you know it, so you you might want to make it snappy. The next response of four is, I love it when a flan comes together. Did you notice I read it in the style of Hannibal? Anyway, I'm getting at the fact that I really enjoyed the A-Team when I was younger. Now, obviously, I'm not old enough to have watched the original series. I'm 17 years younger than the original A-Team series. That's just an interesting fact for you. I watched reruns on Netflix and YouTube, and I really, really liked it. That show was amazing. But hold on a second. What's a flan? Okay, I found it. A dessert flan is made of eggs, sweetened condensed milk, cream, or whole milk, plus flavorings such as vanilla, orange, coconut, or coffee. And it's baked in a water bath in the oven. Honestly, I've never heard of that way of cooking things, but I'm sold. Safe to say, I am hungry now. I really want one of these. Where can I get one? And the last response is, I am Groot. Loops. I still haven't seen those movies. I don't know why, but I have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I know about Groot. Yes, I know that he was all the rage, but only because of memes. (laughs) I'm more in tune with meme culture than I am with the actual Guardians of the Galaxy fan, but I have never seen any of those movies, and I, I think I might need to go and see them. I'm hearing so much about them, and I have already a theory about Groot and Grogu, or as most people call him, Baby Yoda, I have had this connected theory in my head between Grogu and Groot that Baby Yoda is the new Groot. Groot was all the rage just a few years ago. He was the cutest thing ever. He was like the Nyan cat in the early days of meme culture. Really, really cute and really, really popular. And then Baby Yoda comes through and he's like, Out of my way, you minuscule pile of sticks. What? Did you think these tiny hands and large lovable eyes were for merchandising purposes only? 
Of course not. You and I both know that that spotlight is mine. Basically, peace was never an option between those two. There's a chance by now that you've heard of monoliths, a weird Stonehenge-type thing that just appears out of nowhere for no reason at all. This is pretty common lately, because last year there were two monoliths sighted around the country. Okay, I get it. Maybe two doesn't exactly establish a pattern, but what about three? Yep, there was another one that was sighted on Christmas Day last year in California. You might be thinking this was made of metal or stone or something, but it was more cookie-themed, I guess you could say. Because in the Christmas snack tradition, someone erected a monument to gingerbread. When I first came across this, I thought, Yeah, there's absolutely no way that this is real. To be fair, there were people that smelled it when they were walking by and said it was the real thing. A lot of people said it was aliens, and I don't buy it. We've discussed why before, but I do have some ideas about this whole thing. I think that maybe this could be like the dress from 2014. White and gold or blue and black? Just as a little aside here, if anyone knows why that was a thing, I would love to find out for myself because still to this day, it boggles my mind. It was really popular and a lot of people jumped on it. Everyone had their own ideas and I saw blue and black, but I digress. The last thing this world needs is a resurgence of an issue as divisive as that one. That and this seem similar to me, because now, from my view, it's sort of a meme. It's popular, so people put their own spin on it. Here's my theory on it, and before I get into it, I know that this is outlandish, but just do me a favor and hear me out, alright? Maybe whoever built it was just really craving gingerbread and wanted to let everyone in the immediate area know how much he could eat by building this thing and then absolutely demolishing it in front of a crowd, similar to Joey Chestnut at the Nathan's Hot Dog competitions. But after building it, he realizes he had a big lunch by mistake and couldn't eat another bite of anything if he tried, so he just left it there. I doubt that's what the actual reason was, but it's my hypothesis, and even though I'm probably way off base, I'm not backing down. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you taking time out of your week to hear what I've had to say. That looks like all the time we've got for this episode. You can stay connected on all the social medias for updates about the podcast and links to future episodes. Search Ebone Zone on Facebook, and it's just as simple on Twitter. Search Official EBZ. New episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, friend, God bless you. Remember to stay humble, and as always, keep an ear out.